Wow. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you. The Lord's here. Kingdom of heaven's manifesting. Come on. God dwells in the praises of His people. Just, you know, worthy is the Lamb and is He worthy? No matter how deep we go into invisible realities, Jesus is always centre. He's the centrepiece. He's the door. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. And when we start to... Do you know what's really interesting? I want to talk about, we're going to deconstruct the matrix a bit tonight and we're going to be talking about the invisible again. What's really interesting is this, is that with Elijah, and he got the word of the Lord about it's going to, the drought was going to finish. And he said to his servant, go and have a look on the horizon to see if there's clouds. And they said, no. And he goes, look again. No, look again. No. And then after a, a few times, he said, I see the, a cloud the size of a man's fist on the horizon he says right it's gonna it's gonna uh, it's gonna it's gonna really start pouring down what's really interesting is that you can do things like attend church regularly take communion often meditate in the word and that one more look again is you could do something you've done for years but you see it with new eyes that's got a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that we may know the hope of our calling and the exceeding greatness of His power that works in us, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. So when you're, you're holding in your hand, not a future blessing, you're holding in your hand something that happened historically in the past, but is an eternal, continual, present tense, portal of provision, blessing, forgiveness, renewal. And so it says we must rightly discern the Lord's body. If we become overly familiar through cycles of habit, then we go, yeah, I'm having communion now. So I'm gonna pray over it, pray that our eyes are opened. But I'll tell you what, it's a, God became flesh. I mean, come on. This is not transubstantiation, it represents something, but you're interfacing by faith, two natural elements that represent supernatural pathways of healing, blessing, renewal. Can someone say amen to, to, to that one day to look again and you see something with different eyes? Lord, we just thank You that You're here. We honour You, King Jesus. Ah, the most underestimated person in the history of mankind. The half hasn't been told, Lord. I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of the man. Things that God has prepared for those who love Him, but He's revealed them by His Spirit. Jesus, we love You. We thank You. You are our King. We thank You for Your sacrifice on the cross. And we ask You right now, by Your Spirit to bless these sacraments to our body, to open our eyes and quicken our physical flesh in Jesus' Name. Huh. <laughs> That's good gear. <laughs> it's working. 
looking to the Lord you might bump into joy you never know Holy Ghost just taste and see that the Lord is good some announcements to do and we're going to it's going to be a lot of good things manifest tonight um, so what I'll do is I'm going to because I'm going to give you a break Joel but I'm going to get you up at the end because I need you and it's going to be really awesome so thank you very much but yeah you can ha- I mean you can play it all the way through if you want to we can have a break I don't care but you know this you don't want to go home like this <laughs> try and open the front door Okay, all right. Okay, quicken everything, Lord. The claw. All right. Okay, we're going to receive our offering. Thank you, guys, for partnering with the kingdom. Jesus, I thank you for heaven's economy. I thank you the cheerfulness around giving. I thank you it creates the portal for multiplication. I thank you, Lord, even though it's not in Scripture, but it's implied you cannot outgive God. Amen. Can God anoint sayings? Of course he can. All right. Now we have a meet and greet coming up on the 23rd, I think it is. Oh, you've got details up there, but meet and greet um, on the 23rd. And uh, if you please register for that, it's a good time to meet leaders and connect. And it's always catered for, so that's why we need registration. People tend to turn up on the day sometimes. And, you know, I would love to give way more energy and effort and anointing into announcements but I could probably do a much better job of them and people still wouldn't listen so um, just if you if you're new and you want to know a little bit more about our DNA come along to that but please register online we also have water baptisms coming up Um, so if you could see uh, Piet it's the same day it's gonna be busy 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 Um, and so Water baptism is powerful. You go, where are we going to get baptized? Right under the stage here. Don't worry, the water will be heated, okay? Never forget <laughs> that one church I went to, that the elements didn't work and the water was cold and someone was getting baptized in winter. Please don't let this story put anyone off. And it wasn't proper temperature. And I remember it was one of Adam's kids, right? Adam Thompson. And uh, <laughs> he's getting prayed for. He's you know, wet. He's, he's, he comes up wet clothes, and he's like, and people go, people going, oh, the power's really touching him. <laughs> I think we had to, you know, um, have to wrap him in one of those emergency services blanket, you know, afterwards. I don't know. Was, he was, oh, the glory. So, <laughs> is that? <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yes. Now, this is coming up soon. Um, you don't want to miss this, please. This guy's a, uh, he's called to shake the nations, and you'll hear his story, but um, that's going to be, he's going to be uh, ministering uh, here 
um, on the 30th in the morning and then afternoon in Munta, then on the Tuesday night. Um, and then the next Sunday, he's going to pray for people uh, in the Maylands only, and then he's going to uh, uh, minister out at Munta. Please, uh, we, we're having, we're flying down. We've got, a, we've got an interpreter here, but we're also flying an interpreter down from Sydney. That's, that's going to be amazing. Um, you'll hear the story of our connection. I mean, I have told the story a few times, but now you're going you're gonna to meet him. Uh, quite incredible story, but he got, I prayed for him to get baptised in the Holy Spirit. He was only saved um, a few weeks, I think. Um, and then he got so, touched so powerfully, as soon as he went home, the power of God fell in his house and everyone broke, broke, burst into tears. And, the, and, and, and he just launched into fasting and just started working, moving in miracles. So I would suggest that you bring people. Okay, it's that sort of an event. He's a very pure-hearted guy. Um, and uh, almost, I feel like sometimes, I mean, for those who've been to Argentina, I feel like the donkey he rode, ride in, rode in on, you know what I'm saying? So um, basically, his name's Javier, he's bringing, coming with his brother Leo, and um, especially they have a very strong hug anointing. So um, if, you, if you're a bit in the hug deficit, you know, you never know, you might score one. Um, but yeah, look, that's, we're having him for, for a couple of weeks, and I would say, uh, no, no, I, I, I would, okay, I like to use the words, I would say, I'll, I'll frame it like that. I was saying 2024, Field of Dreams will be doing a crusade in, in, in Argentina. Soul winning miracle crusade. So I'm very excited about that. Um, that's one of my favorite things in the world is, is, is miracle crusades. Uh, um, and um, we, like, like, we, we, did, we went, to, went to Uganda. We didn't see miracles like we usually do. It was an unusual trip. We saw a ton of deliverances. And in one meeting... Um, in one meeting, we saw I got the witch doctors stuffed around with the stage, and so the, the crowd was smaller. I got a little bit angry and say, "All right, you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues." Da 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 da. da come for four hundred people instantly. The power of God hit them and speaking in tongues. But when we went to Argentina earlier that year, we saw so many miracles. I think I think there were eyeballs created, like crazy stuff, like like really quite full on, and. Um, uh, there's some, there's some, now, before we sort of like saying we're going to be importing the glory and the gift, it's like uh, I was mess messaged last week during the Wednesday, during the intern day, and people could smell smoke in the sanctuary. And I was out the back there with Daryl, and we're like, going, well, something's on fire, smoke. Come in here. How good was the worship, by the way? Seriously, there's something happening in the atmosphere. And um, we're going we're gonna to go after some things in a second, but... But there's, I, I want to, I'm going to pray in a sec, but we're going to, we, we have to deconstruct the matrix, okay? People, people suffer within the matrix, the matrix of just the natural world, and you get, you get beaten up by, by invisible forces, um, and so we're going to deconstruct that and map the realm of the invisible a little bit tonight to see, to see God move. Can someone say amen? amen? Praise God. All right. Holy Spirit, thank you. Spirit of Jesus, I just thank you that you're here. Thank you for wisdom and revelation. Lord, you hate religion more than anybody. And you hate limiting beliefs. And you hate uh, 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 the, the, the spirit of the Nicolaitans that oppress people and people that take away the key of knowledge and don't enter in themselves and hinder those trying to enter. So Lord, I thank you right now for a table flipping anointing. I thank you for, for 
portals of heaven. I thank you for impartation. I thank you for healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. So there's a, 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 it's unusual that I didn't travel for a few years. Obviously, I made some personal medical choices that prohibited me from getting on a plane and leaving prison islands. And so <clears throat> basically, once they left the restrictions, we'd accrued some leave and we took the family on holiday. And usually people go, how was your holiday? You know, like you, you know, it was, I mean, it was fantastic, but it wasn't relaxing. It was like we were just like on the amazing race mapping the spiritual dimensions of Europe, to be honest. And it was really, really awesome. Um, and, you know, it, it's very interesting when you're sharing a room, one bedroom with your whole family. Very, very interesting experience, especially for my kids. All right, because one, one night I plonked down next to them and boy, was my daughter unhappy with the noises I was making that night. So, you know, so, so we're going through Europe and people say, they go, okay, what was your favourite part? And if I was to, 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 to give an honest categorisation, I've seen a lot of the world and what happens is this, is that I remember um, just through, on my 10th wedding anniversary, I did a crusade, I was in Peru, and then we had organised to do an overseas trip for our 10th wedding anniversary, and we had chosen Thailand. Thailand was under martial law, so we, would have tra we couldn't have left our hotel, so we would have travelled across to Thailand to stay in a hotel room and not see anything. And so the airline and the, um, and the hotel just gave us a full refund, which was amazing. And so we thought, you know what? At the, for the same price, we could travel to Europe. And we literally, we're talking seven days, including travel, went to uh, Paris and London. So what happened was, I remember being one week, I'm in Machu Picchu. Who's been to Machu Picchu? Yeah, you go there, it's incredible. <coughs> Cusco is incredible as well, in a, in a similar but a different way. And you, you go, how do they build these things? You can't, it's, it's mind blowing. Then a few days home, and then I'm on a plane, and I'm staying next to the Arc de Triomphe, and I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower, and then I saw the Queen, and then there's bigger, like this, you, you, you can't only take so much in. Like you get this sort of like your soul, it's like it fills up, and it's sort of like you're just going, I'm on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> you can't take it in, you just, you just sort of like, you overload. You know, like we, we, this is why we need to walk in the Spirit. Your soul can get fatigued. You know, I remember like there was this, there was the bushfire appeal and this appeal and that. And, and Aussies can be good givers. Sometimes I can't be. But there was charity after charity and people said there was, there was giving fatigue or charity fatigue. And, and when you try and do things in your own strength, you can get soul fatigue in so many areas. So we saw amazing things. And what, but, but the, the, what happened is that regardless whether it was the Colosseum or the Eiffel Tower or whatever, is that my favourite places is where I connected with heaven. That's the, that, that by far. And so right at the top of that list was the Hebrides Islands, is that I, I, we, were, uh, um, I, I, we were meeting uh, our contact there and I was just in a room and I just, I just went to engage in the spirit. Five minutes of praying, the glory cloud comes in. I'm going, oh my goodness. This like, this is crazy. So. There was that there. Um, uh, uh, I got to pray in a lot of Catholic churches, you know, and, and we, after a while we were like, I mean, I, I mean, I was in the Vatican and, 
And you look, oh my gosh, oh my God. And, and there is a thing called, you can be basilicate out. Okay, I've got basilicate out. However, I did spend time in some basilicas waiting on the Lord, especially in Assisi, where Francesco was, or St. Francis. Okay, such a connection with the Holy Ghost. I remember we had a little bit of a, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, not a great experience in one region of Italy, uh, you know, uh, um, a taxi driver yelling at my wife, you know, with his demons. And, um, and so we went to a CC and it's like God just, I remember just sitting there waiting on God. And I remember, I, I felt like I was filling up like a battery. It was amazing. I mean, I wasn't, pro- I was just, just, just sitting down waiting on God. And it was just incredible. So uh, 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 Churchill War Rooms. I'm going to Churchill War Rooms. You know, at the moment, I, look, we are in a war, but the, I'm going I'm to make a nuanced statement. We're in a war. A lot of people don't want to know about it. A lot of the church don't want to know about it. However, we cannot carry a spirit of battle. It's a very big difference, all right? But, but, but the fact that I would go into church or war rooms and like literally be on the verge of crying uh, uh, for, for three hours because I can feel God in that place and I can feel, I can feel a cycle and uh, um, you know, disassociating is one thing to go in the spirit, and engage heaven. It's nothing to disassociate. So we, we need to make that distinction. But I, I met God in that place incredibly. You know, you, you know, Winston Churchill, very, very brilliant man, but very flawed. And he had made some errors of judgment leading up to that. And he was a polarizing figure. But God used him very, very powerfully. Uh, they did a poll amongst in, in, amongst Brits, the greatest Englishman in recent history, and he, he came out number one. So you start to study his life, but, but God started to encounter me there. Uh, there were other places, the Map Museum in the Vatican and so on and so forth. So we do mapping here. That's, that's something the Lord's taught us sovereignly. And it, like amazing. So what you got is this. You can go to a beautiful piazza and sit down and, and, and have your pizza, have your Aperol spritz, you know, watch the... People walk past and get some gelato. These beautiful buildings that are crumbling, these edifices that are decaying, the Colosseum, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, it really is. But there's nothing beats when you connect with heaven in a place. And I'm, I find it very interesting because, uh, and then obviously I went into the Amazon. Now the Amazon, like our conditions where we, uh, uh, like we went on a boat, the boat was amazing. And we ate, it's probably the best I've ever eaten, you know. <laughs> but the conditions were brutal. I mean, you'd be walking in the jungle at night and it's hot, right? And then all of a sudden you, you go and stop and they just, you know, they, something would happen. And all of a sudden it's like you're in a sauna, you know. And then you're like, you know, I don't know anyone who likes getting, putting on old sticky clothes on sticky skin, Right? And that's what you had to do. It wasn't sort of like, you know, oh, it's hot and humid, you know, just wear board shorts and a, and a, and a T-shirt. No, 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 you're laid up. So you're like, you know, no mosquito uh, against you may prosper, you know. And so, so, uh, but major connection there because I was with Living Temples, a group of 29 people, uh, incredible. And so, so you can look at the natural world, and, and, and go, yep, 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 this, that, and the other. But, but really, what your, your spirit is crying out for God's supernatural life. It's because, it's you know, like for me, and I'm just telling you my personal journey, 
I, apart from, apart, I am, I am, a, a, um, I'm not a closet Novak Djokovic, Djokovic fan. I'm, I, I, I like watching him win for a number of reasons, okay? But I've just gone off sport. I've gone off sport. I can understand the gladiatorial nature and that combative thing. So, so you know, I, but I just, I can't feel the newness of life in it. I feel the, the woke culture, people taking a knee for things they don't understand, that corporatized wokeness and, like, like, it's just, I, I just see there's a part where culture has decayed and where morality has decayed and all that. So my spirit looks for heaven and it looks for newness of life. And I believe everyone's in the same category, whether I admit it or not, understand it or not, or, 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 or um, you know, put it out there or not. So we're going to talk about the invisible dimensions tonight and then we're going to do some stuff at the end. But it's, it's really cool because I would say that after not traveling for so long, and I enjoyed not traveling. I love being here. I love being with my family. Like, I love it. I, it's not sort of like, you must have cabin fever. Actually, I don't, you know. Um, and so, uh, uh, I hope that's not a core experience. Anyway, so basically is that, um, long story short, God put me through Europe and then with Anna, Anna Mendez for, for two weeks and I just feel like a different person. Not like refreshed, like I've had a holiday, like God has encountered me. And so I wanna, I wanna share some of these things, but I'm seeing things I've never seen in my life before. And you can see something go, mm-hmm, yeah, I see it. Or you can be completely immersed in it. So I've, I'm, I've been having these immersive, immersive experiences. So, so let's, let's just start to map through the word first. Let's go 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 to 17. It says, for the love of Christ compels or impels us because we judge this, that if God died for all, or if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves. But for, you, you can people say that, you, you can't fake stuff. You know, you get people, you get people called to the ministry. They somehow take that gate of ministry and they still live for themselves. And they want God to anoint them, right? I've seen enough of it. And Jesus says, you'll vomit it out. I'm just being honest, right? So, so, the, the, so, so, so our point of contact, he died for us, so we die for him. And this is the way it is. So <laughs> just, you know, nice gentle beginning. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Here we go. Therefore, so whenever you see a therefore, you've got to ask what it's there for. It's like a connection, it's like a connector. So it's connecting that last premise with this with this new development. Okay. Therefore, with this in mind, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. So this is important. With what I do, especially if I hold a level of a prophetic office, someone comes in and you can take, you can observe how you know their stature and what they wear, or you know even maybe some of their personality. But you can do a soul read on people. There's a lot of prophetic stuff that can be soul read. All right, that's not the prophetic. That's being extremely observant. You can even be a mentalist. Okay, it's legit. Okay, so there's some prophetic stuff. It's just a, just mentalism. Okay. Mentalism is anything. So I think what you have here, so from now on we regard no one according to the flesh. 
when, especially when we do our internship, because that's a lot more of an intensive, is we have to see Christ in people. We have to see living scrolls. And what, you know what's amazing is someone could have had a broken, dysfunctional life, but the ascension gifts or anointed teaching or proper alignment can actually bring something out that's never been brought out before. So we cannot look at people according to the natural perspective because he says, we, one died for all, therefore all died, right? And now this is, we, we now live for him who died for us. Therefore, with this in mind, we're not to look at each other with natural eyes and i.e. writing people off or presupposing or a familiarity to the breed's contempt. Even though we have known Christ this way, Right Now we're going to pause it on this, yet we know him thus no longer. This is, we'll keep this up there. So you have, you need the synoptic gospels. You need the synoptic gospels because it reveals the fulfillment of the prophecies. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a chronological narrative and the gospels are powerful. We're talking God in the flesh. I mean, wow. But what happens, people lock Jesus into the Gospels and then they lock him onto the cross. And they don't understand that now Jesus has ascended to the throne of the Father and he is now everywhere in the universe, multiverse at once because he is now the Spirit of God. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. So it doesn't make him not Jesus because it even says in, 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 second, uh, it says in Peter, 2 Peter I believe it is, it said the Spirit of Christ was was. was bearing witness to the prophets when they were prophesying. So now we don't look at Jesus sort of like we push him back into history, is that right now we, we're not to regard him according from the natural perspective. That's a commandment from an, a, a preeminent apostle. It was an apostle, it was a sent one from God. And not just that, Paul was a prophet. So, so we have, according to this here, we're not to regard anyone according to the natural knowledge. We're not to have a familiarity that breeds contempt. That's unfortunately why prophets are not without honour except in their own town and their own family. So it's sort of like, you know, you can have someone who's an amazing man or woman of God prophesying everywhere and then their kids walk in the media and the end and go, Mom, because they see them from the natural perspective. When you don't, see, the gift of understanding, when you recognise a gift in someone, you draw it out of them. Okay, so, so, so Jesus couldn't do many uh, uh, miracles in Nazareth, not because he, he, you know, he tried to heal the sick and they wouldn't get, so he pushed them over instead. <laughs> they just didn't bring him out. You know, whereas, whereas the woman at the well, she perceived he was a prophet and she, she was, the, she was the, the, the pathway into an outpouring. You know, I perceive you're a prophet. And so, and so this is, come and see, this is the guy. This is the one that was prophesied about. And she became to be, she was a, you know, Harold be not thy name. She became a herald. And, and so, so this is really, really important because things are hidden in plain sight. From your children, to your spouse, to your family, to your friends. We are not to regard people according to uh, the flesh. Or the, so we used to see Jesus, but we don't see him this way any longer. The amazing thing about Jesus pouring out a spirit on the earth. It's also the, he's also the spirit of the Father. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Is this, the spirit of God means there's no limitations. Whereas when Jesus was on the earth, he could only like 
be one place at the one time. And now the whole, <laughs> he's pouring out his spirit on all flesh. I mean, he's huge, pouring out his spirit on all flesh. Next part of this scripture, please. Okay. Therefore, so we're now compounding this revelation. It's compounding, like compounded interest. One died for all, therefore all died. And now, therefore, we, we're going to see it with new eyes. And then it cranks it up, very well known. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. <clears throat> Old things have passed away. Behold, a few things have become new. All things. Now, the invisible world looks like this. It's so much better. The kingdom of God is so much better and complete than we understand. So we're called to walk by faith. When you walk by faith, you actually unite the invisible and the visible. You actually lay a hold of what God says is. If you have crappy believing, you're gonna have crappy manifestation. And you can say things, see this is why you have to be thorough in your lifestyle. You have to have integrity, which means integrated, which means you're the same in private as you are in public. Because you can have all these public declarations, oh, I believe this and I believe that, and, and, and privately you're in terror. You, 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 it's what you, you are what you are in your subconscious. And so what you have here, it says, if you're in Christ, all things become new. And religion would say, uh, nah, we just go to church and one day we're going to heaven and we might see a bit of healing and uh, a few mercy drops. That's not what the Bible teaches. We actually have to believe that we are new creations and all things are new. Can someone say amen? So just, this, this is what's so cool about faith is that you, you're only limited by what you believe. It's incredible. And people are scared of faith, right? They have a fear of walking by faith. They think, oh, this is a crazy, stupid risk. No, it's not. Because you can build. You can build in that dimension. So it says, the, it says they are a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Now, Remember that in Christ, everything is new. So if you're in Christ, you're a new creation. And it says that everything is in Him. So we're gonna deconstruct that matrix because we're always pushing things, things into a future event. And that's not what the Bible teaches. So <coughs> the newness is Zoe supernatural life as opposed to biological life. And, and and not only like, so I've traveled the world and you'll, you'll go somewhere and there'd be times I'm not even seeking God. I can feel an angel with me when I'm in Europe or wherever, right? And I'm like, whoa, like this and just lean into it. And other times I'm conscious because I'm praying and I'm with other people. But, but my, I, I crave that newness, that supernatural newness. That's what you crave, you know? When you're younger, you think you're immortal, and then the, the, the first time I was aware of my lack of immortality in that respect was when I was 25. I remember waking up around when I turned 25, I went, feel a bit tireder than I used to. And then, you, it, you, and, and then what happens is, is that you start to realise is that I've been on holidays and sat by pools and drunk what I want, ate what I want, woke up when I wanted to. And there's no rest in that. There's no newness in that. You can eat what you want and end up with inflammation you can, or bloating or whatever. And that's a lot more common these days. Did you know that because of the change in heavy metals, chemicals, uh, GMOs, everything, is food isn't what it used to be. So you now go, so, oh, I'm going to just climb into that little comfort eating here over here. It's not what it used to be. 
They changed, they changed the DNA of wheat probably, you know, decades back. Who, who ever heard of gluten intolerance, you know, in the 80s? You know, and now like you've got whole swathes of the population of gluten's for punishment, okay? They just sort of like, it's, it's, it's a thing. It really is a thing and people having the crash and all that sort of stuff. So, so really what we're looking for is that newness of life. All right, so <clears throat> one of the things that Paul gets very, very, very strong. Now, what we need to understand, always know this, the Bible is a Jewish book written for Jews. Jesus was a Jew. You, you, to understand Hebraic culture and values is of massive value. And then in the fullness of time, you know, uh, 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 through Mary, when the world was, re that re part of the world was relatively united through the roads of Rome and the Greek culture, etc. Uh, 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 God, God came on the scene, okay? Emmanuel, God with us. So we have all of that, but the problem what we have is we try and Gentilize the Bible and it's not like that at all. See, the new covenant is for all. It's for all. But back then, they were really struggling with, 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 with see, see, Jesus said, you know, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. God is our rest. I believe we need a day off a week. I really, really do. I've tried to work seven days a week, it catches up with you. I believe that however the Lord is our rest, He's our rest, you know, and, and some people, it's gotta be, you know, you've got Seventh Day Advent or Christadelphians and whatever, they build a religion on a set day, it's just, it's not the way it is. When it says I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and everyone's trying to work out, you know, it must be one out of seven. What is the Lord's day? Do you know what the Lord's day is? It's the realm of the spirit. That's the Lord's day. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Okay, because you're, you're, in, you're in God's time, in the realm of the Spirit. So they were, they were hassling. So the key parts of the law were the Sabbath and circumcision because that was passed down from Abraham and, and, and Moses and it was to represent, it was a type and a shadow of the circumcision of the heart. So what happened is, is Paul's preaching and these guys were so, so indoctrinated with the law and Judaism they were just, they were like wanting, you know, whoever to minister them, they wouldn't receive from them unless they were circumcised. And Paul's saying, it, it's a moot point now. It doesn't matter, right? And so he's having this hour, especially in the book of Galatians. And he goes, right, I've had enough. This is the deal. I'm gonna make it really clear what's not important and what's important. I'm gonna spell it out. I'm gonna, gonna deconstruct it so you understand what the priority is. So Galatians chapter six, verses 14 to 15 says, God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but a new creation. That's the only thing that counts. Not the footy, not your money, not buildings, okay? Not a reputation, nothing counts except new creation. Outside of a new creation, there's no life. It's biological according to the second law of thermodynamics or entropy, everything is winding down from order into chaos, it's decaying, it's decaying. 
So the only help for, sorry, only hope for this world and humanity is God's supernatural life invading, superimposing, infusing, and being grafted into decaying biological life. Can someone say amen? So, so you, Paul just makes it clear, he goes, I've had enough. The only thing that counts is a new creation. So when you start to going, you know, there's a lot, there's doctrines of resurrection and over here, eternal judgment and laying on hands and baptism like this. No, 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 new creation. So what we're going to do is we're going to, the material world, you can't take anything, anything, right, into eternity of a material nature. So the newness, the supernatural life of God, every time, it's a fact of life. It's now a supernatural gospel because it's a supernatural spiritual kingdom. Now, you've got things like focusing on the Lord, worship, prayer, sowing, reaping, fasting, all those things. Now, if you do a good job of it, then that stuff starts to jump into the natural world, right? Some people talk about their spirituality, but really they don't really carry it. And you're going, gosh, that's confusing. Not really. It says, by their fruits, you shall know them. <laughs> when someone talks a big talk, but their fruit's low, you go, okay. Right? You got it? No, you, you, it's, it's the way it is. So if you do a good job of engaging that invisible, uh, 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 um, invisible dimension and the newness of life, it will flow into your life. It will. You don't have to, like, I don't remember, like, when I, I mean, I, thank God I've grown spiritually. Thank God. Otherwise, I wouldn't be standing here with a microphone. Which, that would be a very, very sorry, sore sight. So I remember, you know, how long do you pray for and how much have you been praying? I pray a lot. Oh, I love prayer like this. I don't even think like that anymore. I don't know how much I pray. <laughs> I, I, I engage. I, sometimes I, I need to be on my own. Sometimes I can worship God. Look, for me, I've got to conserve my throat because I've got poor technique and it gets dry and I'm, you know. And so, so I can worship God passionately with not hectic volume. I've learned to do that. I've learned to pray in tongues, not hectic volume. I've, I've, uh, uh, um, some, I, I, I fast, I do all sorts of things. But really at the end of the day, it's about engaging the realm of glory. That's it. It's the realm of glory, that's it. And it's like, and it's newness of life. And I, I, feel, I feel different, my life is changing, but there's fruit there. So what we're gonna do is, is, is that we're gonna talk about the invisible realm and lay a hold of it so we manifest it. That's probably the, the coolest thing because Jesus said, let your kingdom, pray this way, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, all the awesomeness of the invisible dimension, let it come into the seen dimension. That's it, really that simple. So I wanna go to do something in plain sight that could be hidden, I'm gonna read it out. You're gonna, well, I'll read it, you'll follow it. And so we'll get into it, it's the invisible world. Let's go to Genesis chapter one. Muhahaha, okay. <coughs> then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and called the, he called darkness the night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So day one. 
Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. You look in this, you go, firmament, waters and the waters and the <laughs> right? Thus God made the firmament a great expanse or the, the rakia um, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven so the evening and morning were the second day. I think that's all. I, I didn't go. Did I go into? In the, yep, yep, yep. That's it. That's, that's fine. So what's interesting, there's no sun. There's no sun. This is not natural light. It's creative light. It's the glory of God. It's the kingdom of God. And he says, let there be light. And then, so you're, you're not talking because the sun wasn't created till the fourth day. So God created a spiritual multiverse before he created what we would call the natural world. Isn't that interesting? And so he said, we're going to separate the waters above the firmament and below the firmament. I find that fascinating. So in my brain, I'm going, the order's a bit weird, you know. So they're talking about, they're talking about Big Bang and what have you. You can't. I don't care if you've got the Higgs boson deal and the God particle and whatever. You're speculating. Just read the Bible and get a revelation from the Holy Ghost, right? But you have this spiritual universe being created before what we would consider the natural universe because he separates them. And what's very, very interesting is that you go, I used to go like this. I used to go, all right, well, okay. So God's made a real point of separating the waters. So you've got waters in clouds and then you've got the sea or the or lakes or whatever. Yeah, that's what it means. I don't believe it means that. I believe the waters above the heavens come from Ezekiel 47 and Revelation 22. Why don't we go there? Ezekiel 47. And you, son of man, take a sharp sword. Oh, that's not the one. That's Ezekiel 5, one. wrong one. Okay, Jane, cut your head off. No, no, okay. So we're going Ezekiel. So at the moment, there's some demons in our IT because I email and they don't go through. So we had to, so Ezekiel chapter 47, verse one, and verses, then verses five to 12. So Ezekiel 47, one. I'm glad there wasn't, he went out and hung himself and all of a sudden people depressed. All right. So this is, this is the water above the heavens because Ezekiel's in heaven. Then he brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east for the front of the temple faced the east. The water was flowing from under the right side of the temple south of the altar. Now, what you got, he brought, yeah, yeah, verse two, yep. He brought me out by the way of the north gate and he led me around on the outside to the outer gateway which faces east and there was water running out on the right side. We're gonna go to verse five, please, verse five. And he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not cross for the water was too deep. Water in which one, one must swim, a river that cannot be crossed. He said to me, son of man, have you seen this? This is an angel, right? <clears throat> then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river, right? I know what that's like. I've just been swimming the Amazon. Man, nothing like getting back on that bank was there. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the river of life, that's for sure. When I returned there along the bank of the river, 
were very many trees on one side and the other. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. This is huge. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a great multitude of fish because these waters go there for they will be healed and everything will live wherever the river goes. I mean, come on, come on. I think, uh, keep going, yeah, keep going. It shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engedi to, and they will be places for spreading their nets. <laughs> their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea. Exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salts. Look at this. Along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. This is the, this is the waters above the firmament. This is heaven. So God's creating heaven and he's creating, see, this is so cool. So I can start, to, now I can start to feel the angelic because I can, people are starting to catch it. You go, oh, so it's not about clouds and a bit of, you know, the hydrological cycle and a little bit of vapor in the air. No, 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 no. You start going, oh my goodness, this is huge. Because then Jesus says, now the spirit of faith is just starting to trickle in now. We had to build a platform. He says, out of your innermost being flows rivers of living water. So you must be positioned in the heavens above the firmament. You don't have to go, I want to go up, 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 up. No, you don't. You just have to look to Jesus. He says, whenever you look to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And you go, where's heaven? He says, it's at hand. Okay, so those waters that are above the firmament are inside of you. Can someone say amen? You look like a calf looking at a new gate, all right? And so you go, this is incredible. It's the invisible world. It's the spiritual realm that was created before the sun was. And you have it on the inside of you. This is why it's use it or lose it. This is why the just should live by faith. Someone go, oh, I got filled with the Spirit in 1975. And I spoke in tongues three times. Hallelujah. And I ain't changed nothing, praise God. And so the just should live by faith. We've actually got to, we've got to realise that we're already seated in heavenly places. So you go, okay, all right, this is amazing because Ezekiel's gone to heaven and you remember the Bible's written in a language that's not, that doesn't go, ooh, ah. And God created the multiverse. We're talking living creatures. We're talking, you know, sea of glass. We're talking firm like this. Yeah, whoa. And then he said it was good. Because it's not according to our, hyperbol our, 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 our exaggerating, hyperbolic, you know, sensibility-driven vocabulary. You know, someone sees a, a, a you know, a, a, um, you know, picture of a kitten and goes, "I'm so undone." You know, and it's like, you know, very Gen Z, right? And so uh, uh, you've got this case where, where, where it's, it's, it's the supernatural glory realm is, is written in very, very factual language. Let's try Revelation chapter 22, verses one and two. It's the same thing. It's a future event. No, it's not. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear, clear as crystal, 
proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits. So this one says the tree of life and the other one says every type of tree. So it's both because it's, it's, it, they're seeing the same place from a different perspective, which bore 12 fruits, each yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. This is what's exciting. So the, in, in relation to the invisible realm is that this is proof. If you are filled with the Spirit of God, you have proof. And it says that we are sealed with a down payment as evidence of that, if, if you are filled with the Spirit of God, you are seated in heavenly places. Now what's exciting about that, when you start to understand the implications of you being seated in heavenly places, you, you get to rule and reign. That's what qualifies you, Christ, and what you believe. Who's excited? This is, this is, this is, this is real. And so, um, so what we have is that what we tend to do is we tend to push everything off into the future. And I probably will... Uh, uh, you've heard I, I've unpacked things not systematically um, but sort of like sporadically but what you have is is second Peter he says the end of all things is upon us 2,000 years ago it's the end of Judaism it's the end of the temple period it's the end of the old covenant you know you know you know, God was so serious about Jesus being front and center. If you lift him up, all men will be drawn to him. He is so serious about Jesus being exalted that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to the glory of God the Father, that there'll be no one obscuring. He destroyed Judaism, came in with Rome and crushed it because they would have kept it going. And, and now they still keep it going, but they don't have the temple and it's not Levitical, it's rabbinical and built around the synagogue. It's not even a patch on what it was. And even worse, you have a thing called Zionism, which is a lot more political and it's not pure, pure Judaism as we would we'd think. We're very naive. Everything Jewish is amazing. It's not. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. He died once and for all for the sin of mankind. There's not gonna be a resurrection of some temple and the glory of God will go thumbs up. He sent His Son, He did, a, he did one work perfectly for all time. Can someone say amen to that? Before we get a weird and confused multiple covenants and different rules for different people. Is people of claiming Jewish heritage need to come to Christ to find salvation. This is absolutely the way it is. Otherwise it starts getting obscured God was so serious. Do you know what? It wasn't sort of like going, right, I'm gonna smash Jerusalem. Jesus said, I wanted to gather you like a, a, a hen would gather its chicks. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who stones its prophets. And he gave them years. This generation, not one stone will be left unto another, upon another. God begged Jerusalem. God came in the flesh, in the flesh. Can you, 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 it wasn't like God could wait, but he, he had to, he, he tore the, rent the veil. And now I'm looking at the temple of God. Did you not know you're the temple of the Holy Spirit? Did you know that that's where the river flows out of the temple? And we need to understand how the Bible is written. We cannot Westernize it. It won't work. It won't work. We actually have to be heavenly minded. So we walk in the Holy Spirit. 
He'll show us stuff. I, God's showing me stuff I don't have language for. I'm just one, you know? And it's like, but, but I can only go as radical as I can tie it in with Scripture. So this is what, so this is the last couple of Scriptures that we're gonna pray. So you go, wow, I saw a crystal clear river. This is amazing. And you know, oh, we're in the end times and oh, this is incredible. I know this stuff going on. I actually, I, I can only watch so many reels of Joe Biden stuffing up. I can, I'm, I've got fatigue from the, the clown show. You know, you got the leader of the free world sort of like, and goes to shake hands with someone that's not there. <laughs> Sum everything up in one word, and that word is I can only watch that so many times. This is a clown show, and people are dying. I can only do that so many times. I know there's stuff happening in the world. You know, who's, who's Putin's a bad guy, but so is Ukraine. They're killing their own people in the Donbass, the neo-Nazis. It's not a simple issue. And it's a massive money laundering racket for so many congressmen. It's just really happening. But that doesn't mean we're in the end times. But they've come up with technology. Do you know what? This is really important. I wanna show you something from Scripture because we keep pushing it into the future. You know, I, I, would, I would hazard to guess that probably 80 to 90% of people who call themselves born from above in the world have never led someone to Christ. And so you've got people sitting in buildings as consumers with an opinion. Doesn't make you a son of God. You're probably saved and names the Lamb's Book of Life because you believe and confess, it's a free gift. But we, we've got to transcend that stuff, right? And so what you have is I don't think we understand the power of the cross. I don't think we understand the power of the God-man, the heavenly man being resurrected to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father and pour out His Spirit and the old covenant has been obliterated, obliterated. I mean, you won't get more diaspora than that, okay? And I'm not pahooing the, 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 you know, the Balfour Declaration and all the things that happened and the regaining Jerusalem in 67 and wonderful, okay? I'm, I'm, you know, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. I'm well informed. But I tell you what right now, when we understand what happened in the cross, is that God not only re, 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 uh, 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 restored mankind to Himself, but creation. He nailed it all to the cross and united all the dimensions. And what happens, He's waiting for His very children to believe it and be ambassadors and unite the dimensions again in Jesus' Name. The invisible and the visible, the spiritual and the natural, to be seated in heavenly places and be conscious of it and be able to superimpose that Zoe supernatural new life of glory over a dying, decaying, corrupt world in the Name of Jesus. And this is what it says in Ephesians, uh, sorry, um, do, 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 do. Ephesians chapter one, verse 10. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Oh, one day that's gonna be good. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that, that took place when Jesus resurrected. Let's do the next one in Ephesians. This will be interesting. When did this one happen? Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, this is when he resurrected. He led captivity captive and gave gifts to men, okay? 
Now this he ascended, what does it mean that he first descended into the lower parts of the earth? Question mark, right? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, all the rakia, the shamayim, the firmament, right? He is the source of the water that he might fill all things. All things being filled happened at the resurrection. Oh my goodness. And so what's happening is now God's waiting for his kids. This is why crappy teaching and a spirit of religion will get you nowhere. And we're, gonna, we're deconstructing the matrix. You go, oh my gosh, you, 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 do you not know that you are the temple of God? So you're the temple of God with the river of God inside of you. But it's no good unless it's released, is it? Joel, get up here, please. There he is. So, <laughs> I'm getting whacked already. All right. So, new wine for new wine skins under a new covenant. Holy Ghost. A new commandment. You know, we've said this before, okay? You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbours yourself. Man. Some people go, I'm called to love you as myself. Please don't, right? It's sort of like, you know, you remember that old one sort of like, God loves you and I'm still trying, right? We're not, we're not talking about that, right? This is what, look it up in the Word. A new commandment I give you. It's not love the Lord God with all your heart, soul and strength. He said there's a rich young ruler, bingo. Remember, it's an intertestamal period. It wasn't New Testament. But he said, now I give you a new commandment. As I have loved you, love one another. You receive God's supernatural new Zoe supernatural glory life. And then you give it away. You give it away. And so, so you've got a new, new, new wine, a new wine skins, a new covenant, a new commandment, a new Jerusalem, a new heaven, new earth, and He makes all things new. And then you start to see how He invades the visible from the invisible. He needs you to believe it and start to step out in faith. How cool is that? How cool is that? I've, I've had encounters this last few weeks I've never had in my life. I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm having the best, 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 best time. The best time. We've already had communion. What I'm gonna do, you know, the river of God lives inside of you and wherever it flows, it brings life. And so there's a few people I will pray for, but I wanna, I wanna get that river flowing in here again. You know, who loved Norm's heavenly testimonies? Wow. How freaky was it, those huge angels? And they're like, what is he doing here? You know, it's okay, he's a, he's a friend of God. You got the, the, the white horse with the mane, like a Fabergé commercial. Lightning, thunder, pouring the ground with its hoof. This is from the Lord's stables. Heaven is amazing. You are seated in heavenly places. The only thing separating us is our conscious awareness of it. It's called veils. And when we keep, we look again, and we look again, and we look again. In a second, I'm gonna get you guys to stand. I say this, this is not a semantic, it's something God showed me. 
all right? <laughs> it's going to be good in a minute. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's happening already. <laughs> People are so silly, so stubborn, so religious. People get stuck, you know. They do get stuck. They get stuck. They think they're going somewhere, they're stuck. And the Lord said to me, He said, look, people are trying to, they got the, 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 the old religious grimace. Or just a, did you know that heaven, it's, it's, it, the, 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 liver, the ironic blessing is let, the, let, let a face shine upon you. Shining, can you imagine a giant shining face like this? <laughs> you know, God's smiling at you. He's smiling at you. Now, when you start to smile back, you get whacked. I don't even have to pray for you. you should, he goes, he goes, look, goes, okay. Some of you might not be that grateful, but he goes, look, goes, okay. I made those teeth. Show me. Show me. I mean, I know some of you, you've, you've had some imported, you know, sort of like, you know, my teeth are like stars. They come out at night. Um, and so. <laughs> And so, <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> all right. Can we just put the pads up a little bit louder, please? I am getting so awesomely drunk. All right, now, number one, the Spirit of God lives inside of you. Now, if you, if you have never been filled with the Spirit of God, and when we worship in a second, man, God's here. When you worship in a second and you, you just, just, just step out. Releasing that sound. <laughs> oh my goodness. Release that. Just, just pray in tongues for goodness sake.